That's good. I guess so. We're always ready. Good morning. Good morning. Wake up, everyone. It's still really good because I really expect that somebody's going to say good morning right back. <laughs> well, that's why I stayed on for a minute because I didn't want you to be like talking to the ether. So I was like, all right, we'll do a little banter. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. If people are getting all warmed up today. Different background. It's I all the big people I'm noticing too in the chat. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Seriously, chat away. It really makes the time fly by, especially for me. All right, I'm jumping out of here. I'm gonna Thank leave you, you with the talented and amazing Allie. Thank you so much for doing Thank this. You. Later. Good morning, everyone. Um, I have a little change of background today. Usually I'm in the office, but um, what you have the privilege of viewing today is a mother of an 11-month-old who decided that the her, his four top teeth should all come in and he should be awake from about midnight to 4 a.m. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And if I stumble over my words, I appreciate the patience. We're going to dive in today. Um, what I want to say before I get started on our slides, they should be at the top of the chat. And if you have any questions that have been lingering, please put them in the chat. I will try to moderate and like get over to them when I can. A lot of you have slacked me um, today, this morning or last night, and there are some of you that do it daily, which is awesome. I've seen all of your slacks. I just haven't had a second to connect all the dots just yet. It was a uh, scramble getting to daycare and all the things, a little bit of real estate crisis going on. Word, little anecdotal tip. So I used to work in a school. Some of you might have worked in office buildings or somewhere where there's like the guy in the back door who can help you out when you're in a pinch. Well, I had a pinch this morning. And find yourself a great high schooler who's really interested in making 50 bucks and they will really help you out of a bind when you need to. And uh, that's my little anecdote for the day because I have a cabinet that needs to be removed from a listing and uh, lovely um, Hudson's Tob is going to save the day for me. So find yourself somebody who's ready to make 50 bucks on a dime. Anyways, today we are going to dive into the next section of Ninja. We started with the foundations of our mindset. So everything that we're doing every single week, you keep doing, we're just going to build upon. It's much like because we're retraining our brain and our, our um, non-conscious to believe these things, you still have to keep going with the flow of things that you're doing week after week. We're just going to add on. Um, we're going to add on new layers because first layer is becoming habit and routine. Next layer is going to start becoming habit routine. And as we add on, it's going to be easier to add on because we're just used to doing all those things. So we started with our mindset and how we, what we focus on expands, what we believe in our subconscious will start coming to fruition. Last week was all about staying in flow when the ideas of becoming an on-purpose agent and becoming um, the realtor of choice and some of those activities surrounding that on how you become that. And today is, it might not take the full hour, which is maybe good because it'll give you guys some time if you've blocked out this hour to start taking action on a couple of items. So today is all about 
taking some of those things and putting it to paper and creating more of a ninja business plan. So, okay, so this week, um, it's all about the business plan, okay? So there's gonna be a lot of media that I'm gonna pop in and out of here. Um, there's not too much like fill in the blank style, but they're like in the actual presentation. But there's a lot of things for you to put in your portfolio or your weekly binder or planner, however it is that you run your week. There's gonna be some takeaways here that I think will help add value to your weekly systems and overall arching system of running the ninja system. I wonder if I can say system one more time. So when we talk about the ninja business plan, there are six or seven elements that encompass it, okay? And the business plan takes all of these pieces together, and that's what you create your business plan. Um, I think it's really rare in real estate for people to sit down and make a business plan or make like when I first got started, I didn't even think about it until I was about a year into um, my business. And then I realized, Oh, I am running a business. So it's time to make a plan in order to track your progress, see if there's any modifications that need to be made. And, um, just be more aware of how being on purpose with your business. So one part of it is going to be to learn. Okay. You are going to review and practice one new thing a week. By the end of these eight weeks, you're going to have eight weeks of these handouts. And so I would say every single week, part of your business plan is going to be not doing everything in the whole ninja selling system, but maybe after these eight weeks, it's been a couple of weeks and you want to go back and revisit one part of flow. Okay. So you're going to go back and practice one part of your flow. Maybe it is what are 10 new Ford questions you could be asking, okay? That's gonna be one part of your business plan. Um, finding mentors, flocking with the people and learning from them. So, um, you know, in Ninja, they talk about how birds fly in a V and what the, I can't remember how they do it, but like one comes in the front and then they, they keep shifting and taking turns. So it's all part of a team and they're learning, learning from each other. Everyone in the office now has access to all of these trainings. And so what you take away from it might be different from what somebody else takes away from it. And there's a lot of power in collaborating on your perspectives and your takeaways from the same topic, because what you only do is add more brain power and creativity and collaboration. And it's going to allow you to facilitate some new ideas that you might not have thought about or the other person might not have thought about, but all around the same idea. Uh, there's also train, um, you know, more seasoned veteran agents. It's not hard to pick their brain on a couple of questions on how they might have solved a problem or gone about something. It's all about um, seeking to, you know, you are, if you look at the five people surrounding you, like that's the brain power that you have influencing you. So use it to your advantage. Um, there's a great idea form a weekly skills group to practice and get better with them. Listen, I know that there is a group of new kids at the West office and there is nothing better that you can do than to hop on a zoom call and practice buyer presentations together. And we'll get to all those things, but start forming skills groups of how to 
ask forward questions 10 to 15 minutes once a week, but get yourself in practice of it so that you're not practicing on your clients, but you're practicing on people that are in a safe space that can give you constructive feedback. Um, another part of the business plan is going to be your goals. So we have tackled one part of that, and that is your life list. And a lot of you have taken the time and sent me your life list. And you, that should be something that you're reviewing every single day, getting you out of the rut, getting you motivated to keep going. Um, what we're going to talk about today is some personal and professional goals and some financial goals. So that's one little part of the business plan. You also have, in order to make some of those goals, you have to do something. So we're going to have activities that bring us closer to achieving those goals. Those being your daily rituals, um, the Monday morning agenda daily warm and hot list review, and focusing on the flow to build your database. So we have a lot of different activities that we can do that are going to feed into all of those channels. And this is where that up top, like that weekly skills group, or just like a little like collaboration party comes into play, is that you, have, you can have people that help you hold accountable to those daily rituals, sending your morning agenda. If you want to send your morning agenda to me every week, awesome. I will take a look at it. Sometimes I know, like if I've been in a rut and I need to get myself back on track, I've just sent Stacey my morning agenda just to have somebody to send it to, to say, yep, you're doing the right things and to hold myself accountable. So there are activities that you do that feed into your goals in order to execute those activities, it's really helpful to have a schedule. So we're gonna talk about today how to put auto flow on a schedule and how that could possibly look. Um, and then dedicate at least four to five hours a week, not necessarily a day, but a week to working on your business. And that encompasses using the Ninja 9, which we've talked about. Um, so working on your business, fueling your database, taking good care of it, it's kinda like watering a garden. You're planting all the seeds. Your seeds is your database, but you got to water your garden, which is staying in flow with them in order to see the bountiful fruits of your labor, which is business being shared and received. I just came up with that right now. Well, it's probably not original to me, but you never know. Um, and then you are you have to take action. You have to actually do these things, do the activities, manage your product productive activities and the results will take care of themselves. Um, thanks, Kendra. It is, you know, it's great to make a plan for all these activities, know what you have to do, but you actually have to do them because things don't just come walking your way and fall on your lap and work out perfectly. Um, the This is really one of the, it seems like a small line item, but it's a very large takeaway to keep you motivated moving further to taking care of your database, okay? So there's this simple ninja success formula. So you all should have some sort of fight, you know, some people don't operate this way, but I'm gonna encourage you to do that just for this eight weeks period. There should be a financial goal that you are trying to hit for the year, whether you wanna net $50,000, $100,000, $200,000, Whatever that might be, okay? So you want you have a financial goal of $200,000. You are going to divide that by 1,000. So when you divide 200,000 by 1,000, is that 2,000? I'm horrible at mental math. Um, that's 
and you put that number right there on the in the that next line the result is the number of people that you need in your database to make your financial goal in the ninja selling system i know it sounds a lot it sounds like how on earth am i going to know all of those people well that's what we have database building strategies for that's what we have being in flow for if you want to hit a certain number, you have to do the work that takes you to get there, okay? How you do it is you build your database to the right size. Connect with people, and we have, um, you know, I just remember, I don't have it in here, but we'll send out afterwards a link to 150 ways to build your database. So let's say you have 10 people in your database. One of them is your next door neighbor. The best way, and let's say, you know, your, your goal to calling your next door neighbor is saying, hey, how you doing? Do, is there anything I can do to help you right now? And she says, well, I have um, a need for a financial planner. Well, you might have number two on your list and they have a financial planner and you can refer to them and then you grab from your next door neighbor, um, you say, here's the financial planner. I got their information from another person. Um, but, you know, I'm looking for a gardener and an A-track person that you really like. So you can grab your database by asking these sort of questions and connecting and expanding um, on the people that you already know. So that was a very convoluted way of saying build your database to the right size to match the financial goals that you want to achieve in that year. Another way to hit that financial goal is to become the realtor of choice by flow and value. So we talked all about how we stay in flow with our personal notes, live interviews, we're gonna add on um, real estate reviews, and providing value. What questions, what pain and pleasure are people experiencing that you can help solve a problem for? Um, whether it is they don't even know that they should refinance their home. They don't, they have a, um, they just moved to the area and they don't know where to send their kid for a pediatrician. These are pain points and you have the ability to solve those. Our one out of two of those is real estate related, but they're both providing value. And I guarantee you in some way coming up in conversation, it will come to know that you are a realtor and maybe they have a friend who's also planning to move here and all of a sudden you become the realtor of choice because they know like and trust you and you're able to provide value um develop the skills and the systems to handle the business so part of to you know we have our warm list we have our hot list those are some of the systems to help handle the business today we're going to learn about an eight by eight tracker to keep people um, inflow or back into your database and get them re-engaged. Um, but having your daily activities, your um, keeping a calendar of what your auto flow system, your auto flow uh, calendar is and what your program is, these are all the things that can help build your database to a certain number in order to execute a certain annual financial goal. I'm curious and I would love to see in the chat if anybody has ever executed something like this where they provided themselves with a annual financial goal and their database number pretty much matches to that um, annual goal amount. Um, I think that that's very, I'm very curious to see if anybody's had any success with that before. Ironically, I've had, um, if I look back on my numbers over the years, 
which you should be doing. Check your business every single year. Know what you make. Know what your production is. Um, if I track my business and I've looked in correlation with how many people are in my database, whether they're A, B, C, D players or just in my database, it's pretty on par with this um, formula. So it works. This stuff works. We said on the day, day number one, it's weird, it's magical, but it works. Um, oh, it's not number four. It's actually number seven. I forgot to change the number, sorry. Um, number four is that your database is the central nervous system of your business. It is not a project to finish. In theory, so what that means is your database is never done. So it's always it's a living, breathing organism. Think of it like that. It is in flux. It's coming, it's going. You're adding people to it weekly, monthly, daily if you need to. Weston, Maine is a beautiful little home that creates these bingo challenges for you. And I hope after seeing this chat, after going through this ninja selling system series, say that 10 times fast, um, that you will start to make some connections onto how those bingo boards go back and really fuel and funnel these systems. Every single bingo, uh, yes, Emily. And Emily's the queen of it, so follow her. Her business is booming because of it. Um, these, every single, um, it's really hard to decipher the word ninja and bingo. Every single bingo board has add 10 new people to your MailChimp list, ha um, add 10 new people to your database. There is a reason for that. If you give yourself a bingo challenge a month, all you're doing is fueling your database, staying in flow, and keeping on top of these activities in kind of a more creative, fun, and also really organic way. And Weston, Maine is a beautiful place to provide all of those resources for you. Oh, thank you, Greg, for adding that. So do the things that build your database. And it's okay that if after seven years, Joe Schmo down the street has been on your database and he has never once replied to an email, does that mean you have to take him off? No, maybe he's looking at them every single week, but he's just never replying to him. You never know when that little piece of auto flow is going to come into contact because then, you know, Sally's going to give you a call and say, hey, I got your number from Joe Schmo. He said he gave him an email all the time for like 10 years. And he's, when I told him I was going to sell a house, you were the first name that came to mind. That's how the magic happens. I know it's hard to believe when you're in your first three, six, nine months, two years of real estate even, but it happens. So stick with it. Yes, Emily. I think that's a great idea. Um, maybe we should do, Emily, let's collaborate. Let's get that going. We're going to do that after this series wraps up, we're gonna have a ninja instead of bingo. Um, anyways, so remember, your database is a living, breathing organism that fuels your business and it is the central nervous system of your business. So some people really thrive on categorizing your database and how to put weight. So let's say you have a thousand people in there. Does that mean that a thousand people should deserve 100% of your attention at all times? No, that's impossible. There's no way to be an on-purpose agent giving that much, that much time and energy to everyone, right? You want to be a bowl, not a plate. So the way we do that 
is we prioritize our database. We have, I like to have A, B, C's, and D's. And in fact, I'm in the, in the process right now of revamping my A, B, C, and D. I'm going through scrubbing my database and doing this. It's a constant work in progress. So your A's are your advocates. This is a, probably a short list. It's likely no more than 10 people, probably more like five to seven. These are your advocates. These are people that if you are at, if they are at a party, you're not even there and they hear across a room, somebody is talking about real estate, mentioning buying a home, something about Denver in general, they make a point, make an effort and intentionally go out of their way to speak on your behalf and to refer you and to think about you when it comes to real estate. So these are the people that you want, you are 100% sending a Starbucks card to every five bucks every single month. Hey, thanks so much for always thinking of me. Here's a coffee on me. You are, they are absolutely in your auto flow. They are absolutely getting a call from you no less than once a month. Um, these are the people that you are meeting for lunch minimum twice a year when you can. Um, these are the people that you are holding in a high regard because they are where a lot of business generation and just like really great advocacy is coming from. Your bees are close. They are fun people. When they are in a conversation they and real estate comes up, they're definitely going to think of you. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know Allie. She's a great realtor. She's in the area. She helped my friend buy and sell her house. I'll see if I can find her information. So they're going to refer you. They think of you in conversation. They're not necessarily like climbing over the crowd in order to share your information, but they're really up there and they should be well taken care of. So your B's are getting almost as much attention as your A's, um, but they are definitely more in that like upper 50% who are, they know, like, and trust you. They are referring you. They are thinking of you when it comes to Denver, real estate, anything that needs to be, or Oklahoma City, I'm sorry, don't mean to leave you out. Um, they are thinking of you, they are advocating for you, and they are um, number, you come to their mind first. Then you have your C's. They know, like, and trust you, for sure. You might have done business with them before. They, these are a lot of your past clients are gonna be C's. Uh, they are really likely to use you again in a transaction or ask you for a referral for maybe they're moving out of state or for something around town. They um, are likely only gonna do that if you stay in flow with them, so there's a reason why we do all these things. They uh, are not probably gonna like climb over the crowd to share your information. They might bring it up if it's in conversation, they might forget, but they're definitely gonna think of you when they need help in the future. And then you have your Ds, and these are the people you have a goal to develop. So anybody that you might have had a floor lead would be a good D. Um, you want to do what you can to stay, get inflow with them, stay inflow with them, kind of help work. What can you do to get them to a C? These people are absolutely on auto flow. You, um, you'll likely, we're going to talk about an eight by eight tracking system. There's something you can do in order to get them a little bit stronger in flow. So your cold leads, your floor leads, um, open house can sometimes go in a D category. If you haven't had any conversation with them, they're not to be forgotten just because you're a D doesn't mean you move, you don't move up to a C, but they should definitely get some sort of plan 
um, attached to them. Is there any questions on all of those parts of the business plan um, and how maybe how it could apply or any thoughts that you have around that? While I fuel up for the next part. I will let you guys see a couple of people typing in. Um, I hope this is valuable. It's a lot of components, but put them all together. Um, Melanie, that's a great question. Pot buys, I would totally, for sure, your A's and B's and your C's, if they're past, always your past clients, but pot buys, A's and B's, 100%, and then C's, if you, um, I mean, to stay in flow with them and if they're your past clients, why not? I mean, that's the best. I think it's a great way to have a really personal, um, you know, contact and flow activity once a quarter. And Andrew, if you miss any of these, the, um, I think we have them in there, but if not, we can get them, we can get them over to you. Or if they're in the same neighborhood. Uh, oh yeah, totally. If they're in the same neighborhood of others, you're popping by. Like you, there's so many things you can say to to make people connected or um, be in flow with them and be creative. I mean, they don't know if you weren't in their neighborhood or whatnot. Or everybody loves to feel special. Okay, so now we kind of have the framework for what the business plan looks like. Now here are some components that we're gonna use in order to create this. And honestly, you could like make a little staple folder and um, keep this close by and review it often and be ready and willing to change it. So, ooh, I didn't upload this, but you guys all should have the um, Weston Maine business plan. So as I take a peek here, so, So if you, um, as I'm going through here, most of you, um, Stacy emailed this out in, I want to say May or June, as we were kind of wrapping up COVID and having a reason to reevaluate our business. Well, this is totally um, taken from I mean, it's, it's really modeled, I should say, around the Ninja selling system, and it's like that for a reason. It is a really valuable tool to analyze what's been going on in your business in the last 12 months, and then also figure out what you need to do to keep, to keep doing or to make any changes moving forward. So if, you know, this should look familiar to you guys, I am going to encourage you that if you haven't completed this, to complete, it's it's long, but it's there for a reason. Um, complete this business plan and really spend some time with it. Like lock the door, turn off your notifications, but complete this business plan to really get a grasp on where your business has been coming from and what you should do, what you should keep doing, what you should maybe stop doing, or what you should maybe make some modifications to doing. There's also the life listening guys have already done one aspect of this. So this is a extremely powerful tool. I did it in June and I'm actually, it's on my calendar to revisit and reevaluate right now because I feel like with the climate of real estate, things are ever changing and it's really important to 
make sure I'm on par and on track with what it is that I have been doing and what I want to keep doing. So take the time to complete this business plan. And if you don't know some of your numbers, there's, you can pull from the MLS what your production is and you can do it from calendar scopes from year to year. You can do it from month to month. If you haven't been in the business for a year, do it for six months or for three months. Like just take a look at it and start getting in the habit of analyzing your um, business. Whoa, I don't know what I just did that. Sorry. Um, okay, so that's the Weston Maine business plan. You guys are all going to take the time to do that in the next week or so. Um, Mel, if you look, if you Google, if, or if you go into Slack and you search 2020 mid-year planning, I think, it's in there, but I'll see if we can get it in the drive for this week as well. I just didn't pull it out, but that it's in Slack. If you look up mid-year business planning or 2020 mid-year business planning, it's in there. Okay. Um, so that's your business plan. And I know that this is this all seems a little vague because I'm not telling you what to do because all of this stuff is really individualized. Um, so you're going to have your business plan on where your business came from, what kind of commissions you were getting, what kind of activities were bringing you your business. And now what you have to what you're going to be focusing on is also making a wealth plan. And that is something that I think Um, is really powerful. So you guys all have this as well. So this is what's going to program your brain and your mind to and your actions to what you are able and willing to receive. And it's going to talk about the ninja success formula and how many um, people need to be in your sphere of influence or your database, if you will, in order to hit that 1099 income goal. So it's going to go through every single line. So then I intend to close how many tractions this year, which means how many am I going to do a month? I will carry this many listings this year. The listing charge, listing fee that I charge is this much percent. I currently have this many people in my sphere of influence, and that means I need to add this many people in order to get my list. Here is a, um, in order to achieve my number, of this many people in my database, I agree to do the following. These are some actions you can do every day, some actions you can do every single week. And then here are some, uh, what's, what's what I'm looking for? Activities for flow. So you are going to send this many items of value, remember, a mix between art and science, to my database this year. My manager is not on my list. Not many of us have a manager. It's just a goal that we can all work to achieve. Um, you're going to make a budget for what you're going to spend every single month. It could be zero. West Maine provides you cards and they provide um, newsletters. You could have a very low operating budget, just simply like a roll of stamps a month. And that could really get you by until you start getting some capital to invest into your business. There's Money should not be an excuse as to why you're not staying in flow. So it's going to give you three spaces to... What you're going to do to differentiate yourself. Remember, there's, Emily was really good with this number, like 46,000 realtors around Denver. What's going to, and I don't know what it is in Oklahoma City, I'm sorry, um, but what are you going to do to differentiate yourself to become the realtor of choice? 
try to identify three of those things. Be ready to make a change if you need to. If all of a sudden this creative idea you have, you see everybody else doing, well, what are you going to do now to differentiate yourself? It's okay to modify and pivot and make a quick change on that. And then the three things that I will do to save time this year. So maybe what you're going to do is um, you are going to create a calendar that's going to tell you what your auto flow items are so that you're not constantly spinning your wheels every single week. Maybe you're going to get to a certain threshold of income where you're going to pay somebody an assistant to do some marginal level of work in order to create some more space for some of the activities on your list. Maybe what you're going to do to make some more time is time block three hours in the day to do your nine um, activities for the week in order to stay in flow or to stay on top of business. So this wealth plan is essentially looking at the activities that you're going to do in order to create, in order to hit those financial goals that you have established for yourself. The business plan is remarkable. This um, wealth creation plan, I think, is such an easy and extremely powerful way to hit those plans and goals that you have outlined for yourself in your business plan. If there's one thing that you're going to do, like focus on this, I think it is one of the um, one of my favorite things in Ninja is this wealth creation. Plan. So you have this as well in your um, resource folder. Okay. Okay. I think I don't know I have a couple different rogue ideas here. So we have a wealth plan and then you have the part of the ninja or part of the um, business plan framework is the actions and the schedules and the achievement and that's what we're going to talk about um, next and give you some resources in order to create those things for yourself as well. Some of you might have seen something like this, but um, it's really helpful to revisit, look at it again, and analyze it how it could work best for you. So there's a few different things that we're going to talk about. So the first thing we talk a lot about is flow. And I'm sorry that it's highlighted blue at the top. I don't know how to take that off. So this flow calendar is a framework that you can use to outline what you're going to do to stay in flow for the rest of the year. Meaning this is a generalized list that in January, the activity is an email. I'm going to send four of them, budget zero, date every Friday, comment, review, like set a reminder in Slack take a, um, and you could even like parcel that out to four weeks so that you can check off every single week that that newsletter goes out. Um, maybe you have, if you've ever heard of boomerang postcards, those are postcards that you can send up, sign up with, and they send out once a month, um, a coupon that is, I don't know if it's in Oklahoma city. I'm sorry. Um, it's a coupon that is hyper local to even like in Denver, there's different quadrants of um, boomerangs that they send out and they'll send out a coupon to like a local coffee shop, but it's a, it's a way to stay in flow, provide an item of value. Everyone loves a deal, something free. Um, maybe you're sending out a boomerang. Um, every, maybe every month you're also sending out market stats information to certain people, but 
this calendar is a way to outline what it is that you are going to use and send and flow when you're going to do it and something for you to stick to put this on your wall on put it part of your monday agenda check my flow calendar if there's anything that needs to go out this week so you know take some time and create this and i think powerful things will happen let me share with you um something that might be helpful this is and i don't know how to zoom in but you have this resource this is a list um, that in the Ninja installation that they share, and this is somebody's um, flow examples that he does every single month. So I think insiders must be like their market report maybe. I'm not exactly sure, but it shows you what, there's, what he's sending out or item of value that he's providing every single month. And so this might be a good way to start as you start every single month. And maybe this is what your flow calendar looks like. It doesn't have to be in the other one. It's just, you know, use what works for you. Don't let the framework be the hurdle that doesn't let you complete the task. These are just some examples of things that you could do to provide value or to stay in flow. And at the bottom, what I really like is that ongoing, you're always sending out birthday cards. You're sending out, um, anniversary cards, you're sending out home reviews, you're sending out market updates. I actually just created something. I sent out a Google, what's it called? Google form. And to all my past clients, because I realized I had missed somebody's birthday. And that is like the bane of my existence. So I sent out a Google form to all of my past clients. And I just said, I likely have your birthday, but it would, I, I was just notified that I missed somebody's birthday. And in order to never do that again, will you complete this quick, quick Google form just to make sure that I have your birthday accurate and I can send you something sweet every single year. And I got great responses from that, put that in my database and I put on reminders to send out a birthday card. I've gone, I bought a stack of $5 Starbucks cards and I have them ready to go. I have birthday cards from Weston, Maine, send them out a birthday card a couple days before and boom, there you go. You are in auto, you are in flow with that person on a yearly basis. So don't let the lack of information or the system be the reason why you're not doing it. Figure out a solution because you, um, the only thing you have to lose is a person in your database and somebody that you could be providing value to. Remember, it's customer centric and this is how you're doing it. All of these things are ways to provide value and to gain um space in their brain as their realtor of choice. A lot of people love sending like the notepads or pens. If I get those things sent to my house, they very quickly get kind of like tossed to the side and I don't look at the person on top as like, oh, so-and-so down the street sent me a notepad with my name on it. Better call them when I want to sell a house. I know people that have found great success with it. So you have to do what works well for you. Sneakily, people, we have the market, um, or we have the postcard system, and I, in the past, we've done it with uh, professional sports games and whatnot. Don't know what that's going to look like moving forward, but it's also a great thing. Some people's bread and butter is sending out a sports schedule, and every single month, they look forward to the, the Bronco schedule magnet that you're going to send, and it's going to live on their refrigerator, so... You never know what kind of things people connect to. It, it's it's really just a matter of what works well for you, but these are some great ideas for you to get going of how to stay in flow. And Weston Main provides a lot of items for you to stay in flow. Social graphics, the 
Popeyes, the little, like even like those little tags, like, Oh, happy day. Like find a, find a way to connect with people. It's a, it's, it's a really um, great thing that we have at our company. So the other thing that I want to talk about is what's called the eight by eight tracking system. So I talked about, you have your database, A, B, C's and B's. And let's say you have a C or a D that has, you realize like, oh gosh, like they're in my database, but I don't really think I'm doing much to take care of them. Well, Ninja believes in this really cool system called the eight by eight. And what that is, is eight items of value over eight weeks to get them really back into flow. And so how this tracker works is, let's say on week number one, you send them an item of value and it is going to be the most recent market stat update. You send it to them either via mail or um, email or something like that, okay? Item number, and then you're gonna call and you're gonna follow up on that. Item number two would be the phone call. Hey, did you get that market stat I sent you? I just wanna see if you have any questions on that um, or if there's anything that, any dots I connect for you. Item number three might be the new upcoming Rocky schedule. Hey, it's gonna be a weird year. Here's a, what the Rocky schedule is gonna look like this year. Little item of value. Um, item number four might be a local coupon or, you know, you have an extra boomerang card. So you send them um, an item or a little local coupon to go get an ice cream or something like that. So four might be coupon. Uh, item number five is going to be a um, Larry Kendall. I can't remember if it's like five or six, but he does something like a recipe book or something. And he sends something out a little recipe card because he heard somebody talking about chocolate chip cookies so he sent him a cute little or he sent him like a pack of chocolate chip cookies or something like that but it's not a bad idea to sit there and listen to um, what kind of things people are wanting so an item of value a mix of art and science so you did stats you've done a schedule so maybe you're gonna send them something that feels good so you're gonna send them um, cookies of comfort is one of my favorite things a little bit of an you know it's 20 bucks but it's a great way to get people thinking about you again the idea is, is to make a list of eight, you can do general things and then find what they are specifically, but then on the eighth week, the eighth item would be a phone call to invite them to go have a cup of coffee with you. So you're you're getting into their mind and their system and they're seeing things be sent to, you, to them or they're receiving and they're seeing your name involved with it. So by the eighth week and you say, hey, just wanted to see if you got that most recent, um, I sent you a valuation of your home. It's really good to keep in the loop of what your home is worth. Um, and I'd love to be able to either go over with you in person or just grab a cup of coffee with you. So that's usually the last week is a face-to-face in-person meeting because you've done seven items to get yourself um, on the top of their mind. So it wouldn't be really out of the blue just to say, hey, you want to go get a cup of coffee. The idea of this is to bring somebody in that D. Remember how we talked about like your goal is to develop them? Well, this is a way to help develop them. Sending them items of value, mix of art and science that gets you in the top of their mind to become their realtor of choice. And this gives you a great tracking system to say, oh, this person who I met at the open house, week one, yep, I send them this. Week two, I sent them this. Week three, I sent them this to get into flow and um, it works. It sounds like a lot, and this would be a great 
task to do with like a mastermind group of people in the office or like just kind of like collaborate with some ideas of what you could do for an eight by eight system to get people into flow. But this stuff works. It's a really cool, magical little thing to connect into your database and to get people um, know, like, and trust in you again. It is, it's, it seems like a lot and it is, it's, it's a, it's a time commitment, but build it into your schedule. You have your daily rituals, do these and beautiful, magical things will come of it. Um, I'm curious if anybody has ever done an eight by eight or if anybody has any items that they would always include if they were working on getting people back into flow with them or into kind of like conversation with them and back on top of mind. So if you have any ideas, feel free to um, drop them into the chat at all. But this is probably one of my favorite systems to, if you're like feeling, oh man, I got to really get this person who I used to be in touch with all the time. And I feel like I've really dropped the ball on them. Well, get them on an eight by eight system. And I guarantee you they'll, they'll, they will start feeling loved and taken care of again. That's a lot of systems, frameworks, charts, graphs, things to think about. But this is really the bread and butter of your business plan. So how you're making your flow and your mindset all come together is part of your business plan. In the next few weeks, we're going to talk about once you have this business plan, what to do with the business that you get, meaning the buyer process and the seller process. But this week, you are going to, um, your homework is going to encompass um, these, the systems that we've talked about today. So those of you that have completed the homework of last week are going to get a personalized West Domain stamp. Um, we'll be in touch with you in the next, either today or tomorrow, to finalize those items. Um, thank you to those of you who have sent over your homework. The homework for the next week, what we're going to do is send a, you're going to get a um, personalized stationery. They're so cute and they're so cool, um, but it's a really fun way to stay in flow with somebody. Maybe it's part of your, um, maybe it's the first touch in your 8 by 8 system, personalized stationery, okay? Your name, boom, plastered across a piece of mail that they're going to get. The homework is always going to be your daily gratitudes, affirmations, and two personal notes a day. That is going to be your homework. So just get used to that. Every single day, that's what you're doing to stay in flow. You're also going to continue to review your warm and hot list. And you're doing 50 live interviews. You're making phone calls or texts every single week. I know you're probably all thinking, this is a lot. How am I going to do this? Well, this is part of running your business. This is how you be an on-purpose agent to stay in flow with people, making sure that your warm and your hot list is taken care of. You're also going to create your flow calendar and your eight by eight list. Um, I didn't put it in there, but I also want you to make your wealth plan list. Not necessarily the business plan. If you've done the business plan, great. But I want you to create that wealth list that talks about, um, it's like a two page list. We talked about it. Um, you're going to complete those three things. Do one each day or some whatever. But figure out what you want to put on your flow calendar. So what are you going to do every single month to stay in flow? What's your auto flow? Are you sending mail? Are you sending out personal? You know, part of your flow is your personal notes. Are you going to send birthday cards? Create your eight by eight list. What eight items <clears throat> can you send or provide a value that is 
going to get somebody that is out of flow with you back in flow. Okay. And, and collaborate with somebody. It, you can, you and your buddy can have the same list. It, it, that's okay. You know, but just create a, an eight by eight list so that if somebody falls out of flow with you, what can you do quickly for eight weeks in order to get them back in flow? Um, and then I also want you to create that wealth system. Um, I want you to fill in that wealth system platform or the two page document to figure out what you're going to do in order to hit those financial goals. So once you've completed all that homework, you are going to um, get your personalized station cream. Um, what happens when you literally run out of people? Lisa and Kendra, I hear you. We have been there. Um, if you run out of people, there is a, where did it go? It's up in the chat somewhere. 50, 150 ways to build a database. If you run out of people, I want you to look on that 150 ways to build a database and see if you can, um, if you can't do 50 live interviews or send 50 cards, figure out how you're going to add five people to your database this week by that 150 ways to add people to your database. It could be a business owner. Let me tell you a little secret. There is a business that is up the street from me and it's a cute little beauty store. When I first, um, when I first moved to Denver, I knew nobody and I loved this beauty store and I started popping in there. I got to know the owner. I, you know, kept sprinkling. I would go to her events there. I would sprinkle in, um, ideas about real estate. Her and I ended up becoming really good friends. And a year ago I sold her house in Berkeley and then I helped her buy a house in Applewood. So, um, I say this to say, maybe you're, um, reaching out to local businesses or looking up places, you're tagging people on Instagram and figuring out a way to find an email address for them to add them to your database or to connect with them and learn more about their business so you can share about their business on Instagram and therefore you're connecting and you're growing your database. Um, totally. But there's a lot of things that you can do on the World Wide Web to, you know, you have Facebook, you have Instagram, look up a business, highlight a business. Um, Maybe you are, um, yeah, love that. There's this new black and white challenge happening on Instagram. Connect with people over that. Tag them. Look, it's, it's a, um, it's a never ending list of ways to build your database. I know it's a struggle. Um, maybe you have somebody in, you've done a virtual open house and anybody that's liked your virtual open house, you go and you add them on Facebook and you're going to go like their photos on Instagram or make a comment on Facebook from something because they've, you know, engaged with you. There's, um, there you go, Lisa, you highlight businesses, get in touch with them, call them up, see how they're doing. Is there anything that they need? Maybe they need a little bit of love on their business and you can put it out on Facebook. Like consider that, a, a, a like a touch or an interview but just keep in flow with them, provide them some love. Your name is getting out there and then maybe somebody comments with you. There's a lot of trickle down effect. Um, and shoot for 50 and if you get 20 because that's all you get, but you spent a lot of time doing it and they were really great 20 connections, so be it. Don't let like the 50 be a, um, a hurdle or a blocker for you. You know, it's, um, it's just important to stay in flow and to have those conversations. Um, with lack of context, I can mail cards too. 
Totally. And, and you know what, if you don't know who to send a card to, there's a 130 agents at Weston Maine. Start there. Um, it's totally, it's as, as, as rudimentary as it sounds, um, a personal note to literally anybody that, you know, one day I ran out of people to send a card to. I have two little kids that live next door to me and I wrote them each a card popped it into their mail. And I was like, good. Those are my notes for the day. Like sometimes you just got to get creative and it doesn't always have to be directly, um, involved with real estate. It could just literally, like I have literally paper clipped a note to my mail slot, wrote a note to my mailman to, um, say thanks for all of your hard work. It's, it's sometimes it's time. It, you got to get creative when things feel like they're a little dried up because, because that's when all the magic happens. And then all of a sudden it'll be two months and you'll be like, I don't have enough time to send. I don't have, uh, I only have 10 cards to send this week and I have 40 people I want to send them to. Um, yes, send them to your lenders. Send them to your the underwriters that if, they, if they know them. Send them to your title people. Send them to the title assistants. Drop a little note to your favorite barista at the coffee shop down the street. I mean, literally get so creative that you're like, I can't believe I just sent that card, but I did it. Then, you know, you're onto something and you're just getting in the flow of stuff. Um, yeah, send, you can send cards. You can send letters to everybody. I've definitely been sending them to local businesses. Yeah. So show some gratitude. Like it's a really cool thing. Do you, or like, um, I've sent cards to, I have sent a card, this is even like pre-ninja, to cards of doctors that took care of my sister when she had cancer. Like, people love snail mail, and they love just hearing from you personally, and it can it's never for naught. So pick somebody, if you see somebody that's like across the street, go, and if you, I think it's against, I mean, go literally, you have access to all the, the records of where people live. Just look up their address in Denver, or white page it. And if it's the wrong address and somebody got a letter and maybe they're going to open it and you're going to make their day. So don't let these things be hurdles, but I, I think that these are all really good questions. Get creative. Um, if there are no other questions for the day, I think you have your work cut out for you. Um, I didn't think I was going to go the whole hour, but we're close. Be um, vigilant about staying on top of your, you know, carve out the time. Miracle Morning, if you haven't read it, is a great book to help you start your day on purpose and make the time for these gratitudes, affirmations, personal notes. You, you know, you have time spent 15, 20 days on your business, in your business. Um, you have hours to be spending this week. Take time because this is your business and it's really about you taking ownership of it. So um, thank you to those of you who have sent your um, homework. If you have any lingering and you haven't gotten over, send it to me today. I'll loop back to you by the end of the day, if not tomorrow. And as always, I'm here for questions. Go be the ninjas I know you can be. And I can't wait. I hope some of you are starting to maybe see, I mean, again, 30, 60, 90 days, what you can expect to see some of this effort come back into fruition. But if any of you are seeing a little bit of magic, let me know. I'm, I love hearing this stuff or like a random conversation that you had that you didn't think was going to happen. It's all of a sudden happening sooner. Start paying attention to these little things. Even if it's not directly correlated with your activity, that's an inch of magic. Some, a buyer that was not going to be looking until next spring. Now all of a sudden is in contact with you because you've sent them a card. This sort of stuff happens. 
I'm telling you, I just got a great floral lead this week who wants, who I sent a buyer's packet in the mail to this morning because she wants to buy. She's not on a timeline. She thought it was going to be later and now she's going to be moving it up. I attribute a lot of this stuff to the ninja flow system that we do. So keep going. You guys are all doing great stuff. Um, let me know if you have any questions and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to my babbling tired mom. Great. Have a good day guys. See you later.